Hello and welcome back to Best Friends Review. I am Mika and here we are for Drag Race France Season 1, Episode 8, The Grand Finale, France Season 1. We have made it here finally. I am excited. I hope you are excited. Um, let's just address the non-elephant in the room or not that we ever are in the room too. this doesn't make any sense psycho's not here i am doing this by myself this week it is what it is people get busy things happen it is not ideal he will be back um probably next week i, I don't know we'll figure it out but we're gonna just keep chugging along here so we return after Lolita Banana's elimination last week. I was very sad to see her go. I enjoyed her as a character in this franchise. She was entertaining. Um, she had a very she had some good runways. She had some interesting runways. Um, she seems very talented and very much top four material. Very much she could have. I could have. We can talk about that in a second, but I really thought I could have seen her in the final, but the way the show was sort of like edited for the last episode, I feel like she knew that she was going home and she sort of let that show and like her insecurities about things. And I think Soa sort of mentions that too, like in the, one of the confessionals, like, come on, girl. So I just think like she may have like got in her head a little bit and that was a part of the demise of her. But I could definitely see her on an All-Stars. Hey, we're getting Drag Race Mexico off the ground. Whether she competes or somehow a part of it. I know that's a lot to say, but really the franchise itself, whether they tap someone who's already a part of it or not, they've been... Doing a good job at picking people, i.e. Nikki Doll as host. So, I just, I would hope and would love to see Lolita Banana again. And that's what I have to say on that. Uh, the farewell message reads, Paloma, you are an amazing diva, Soa. You are a star, a bomb, the great lady, La Grande Dame. I am your number one fan. Sweet, succinct, I really like Lolita, but here we are for the final three. Sola does say something really nice and sweet here, though. She says that Lolita has made Mexico and France very proud of her, and I'm really sure she did. The one, let me think of something. I don't even have to think about it. I feel like Lolita's, like, heart and passion and energy really shine through on the season like she's one of the contestants like I feel I felt for her watching and I felt like she's oh this is so sad I just I just I just wish the best let's go with that so the next day uh I'm gonna say that I do like sometimes their loudness walking in the workroom it's just so completely different from like the other franchises where people are like walking in and posing or 
sometimes they get playful and stuff, but like this group is like, we're doing a full on choreograph number and go. So this has been <laughs> a lot different, but I still really like it. I don't know, sidebar, I don't know why I get like this, but I'm talking and I'm like holding my breath and I'm like, <gasps> I need to like ooh, breathe, but then I'm like, I don't want to be breathing in the mic. So I'm like, ooh, maybe <laughs> the silly things that I think about that I'm like, I wonder if, like every time I do, I wonder <laughs> if people are like noticing that or not. This is why I can't do this by myself because my brain is like pew, 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 all over the place and this is getting harder for me to stay focused but I'm going to try my hardest because I am a glamazon bitch rich brother in life. <laughs> okay. We get Nikki Mail, France Mail. What do they call it in France? It, do they just call it mail? Envelope <laughs> Delivery Man. Um that's terrible of me to try to act like I can't say it in French so or French Canadian um that's the crossover right there French Canadians and French people competing on a season together you heard it here first put it out there so <laughs> so Nikki comes out after the mail is shown to which they always are cheering Nikki's name Nikki has, I think, succeeded, surpassed everyone's expectations of her. And I am just loving to see that they made the right choice in picking Nikki. Nikki has really liked taking on this role as not only host, um, but also as like the main judge. And I really think she's going to take this franchise and run with it. Why wouldn't you? So to all the naysayers and anyone who had anything bad to say, I think she proved you wrong. <laughs> and also, like, once again, the show, the producers, the power that be, whomever, Rue, I don't know, will make the choices and will try to figure out the panel and try to make it work. I think they have a great host in Brooklyn. Um... There's a part of me that wishes that Courtney Act had just been the host of Down Under. Hmm. <laughs> Alas, that did not happen. Um, like sometimes they need to put put aside petty bullshit and like make the right decision. And I think Courtney would have been a great choice for. And I'm just speaking about somebody in the franchise already. That just would have made sense, but. Maybe something she didn't want to do. I don't know. The other franchises. Um, well, there's UK I've watched. Um, uh, um, Italia. I don't re remember exactly. I feel like we watched one of the seasons. <laughs> I'm blanking here. Oh, Espana. Um, I think the host is the Supreme. I think Supreme is pretty cool as well. Um, I tried to watch Holland, and it wasn't really my vibe. But um, I think his name like Frank or Freddie, 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 Fred. I think it's just Fred. Uh, 
<laughs> that's where I'm standing with this. And then, are there any other judges? Oh, well, I'm talking about just main judging. But we're not going to do that. Anyways, long sidetrack. Me talking. Told you this was going to be bad. Strap in. Get ready for it. Mm-mm. So the contestants are going to have to perform to a RuPaul song. This is customary. Uh, I don't know how I like it. I'm not saying it's bad, but there are other like final four, final three things that I'm like, maybe do something different. I don't know. Um, I know it's like a staple of the show, but sometimes it's great and sometimes it's like, it's like not good. So it's like, we're really rolling the dice because then the song matters. And I know that these are other franchises, but why are we sort of like going back? Like, isn't Rue still putting out new music? Like, can't we get that? Well, we can't get that Miley Cyrus Rue song because too filthy for TV, I would say. But why can't we have like Bring Back My Girls? <laughs> Is That's a recent one. We all heard it on the runway for season if I'm not mistaken yeah I'm gonna go with season 13 why not that song why are we going back to something like not that I don't like not that I don't like these songs or whatever well catwalk is fairly new okay forget everything I just said (laughs) it doesn't matter I'm just saying though I'm I think I mentioned that because like Canada got, I don't, mm, this is a bad time for me to do research and development, but if you know what I mean, you know what I mean, and let's just keep progressing the conversation. Also, ooh, I just caught my first. Also, the, they'll do it in English. Now, I'm... What what does this really mean? Are we lip syncing to it? I mean, they're gonna get it right, but like they they got it. I believe in all of them, as you all believe in them as well. They'll also be learning choreography from Nicholas Hutchard. I hope I said that correctly. I'm terrible with names, and I'm terrible with other languages, as I only speak one. So. <laughs> They'll also be performing in front of Oliver Rostenstein. I I don't know. These people got some not black last names. I'm just gonna say like Rostenstein. Anyways, we're gonna jump right into rehearsal because this episode's pretty quick. So we'll just leave the rehearsal as it is. I feel like the choreographer Nicholas wanted to give them each like something to work on the only person here who i'm sort of like worried about is le grand dame only because they're just a tall person with tall extremities uh like uh their legs their arms so it you know of course you want it to match the vibe of what everybody else is giving and of course you know i'm just worried for her that's all i'm not saying that she can't do it i'm just you know Tall people, you don't ever see too many people who are like that extremely tall that's like six five and like gangly like 
you know, doing the salsa or, you know, doing contemporary or doing hip hop or, you know, so not to say that they can't, but you, you, you get where I'm going with this. I'm going to listen to this back and I'm going to sound batshit crazy and I fully accept that. <laughs> so dance rehearsal was as it was. They said something sort of negative, not negative, but something to everyone. Work on these sorts of things and do that better. We only get to see them like doing a little bit of choreography, but once they shut the cameras off, like, yeah, I guess they shut the cameras off. There's a lot more practicing that goes into it. More of the choreography is laid out so the contestants get to like really get into it. At least I hope. I hope they didn't like make them do this and then was like, Two hours later, go get in hair and makeup because, like, we want to make sure we have the best possible show. I-, I would hope. But, you know, also, maybe it only takes them six hours. I don't know. I would love to have a little bit of feedback um, or to find out, like, how long did they actually have to learn the choreography, lyrics, all that stuff. <laughs> now we're going to get into... The sit-downs with Nikki. I like that they didn't call it a tic-tac lunch. Um, they should do something. I don't know. They had some orange juice and like a it looked like a muffin to me. I don't I'm sorry, French people or France people. It looked like a muffin to me. And I think it's orange juice. Maybe it was a mimosa. I don't know. Who who knows here? What I do know is they didn't call it tic-tac lunch and it's separating them. Nikki is not RuPaul. Um, and I'm, I'm guessing that I, I, I get wanting to like, not just separate yourself from that, but also not, um, just keep doing the same things. Yes. The Tic Tac thing probably could have worked, but why not pick, um, a mint from France or something, something that, you know, like that or something. I don't know if the muffin is like iconic or scone or whatever it was, but like, what if it was what if it was French toast? Like that would have been funny, right? Like could, oh oh Soa, could I offer you some French toast with the orange juice? That would have been so good. That would I'm thinking about everything. French toast. Or it should have been like French fries, a cliche. It should have been like in that realm or something like funny. Or it could have just been like wine and cheese. Like I'm just saying for next season. Maybe think about a couple more things, you know, think about like maybe, you know, what we should do with at uh, all possible. Let me stop talking because I'm spiraling. <laughs> so the sit down. So first uh, we have Soa who sits down with Nikki. Um, She's really hopeful and happy, happy. And I'm glad to see that from Soa. Soa seems like a really intense person. And to see them always, like, outside of that intensity, but to see them, like, being happy and joyous and, like, really in, seem like they're enjoying themselves and the experience. And I just, I really like that. Solo was one of my picks for top three. I'm like, something about this person just seems like the severity, the intenseness is like, I like them as a contestant on reality TV and I want to see them go far. And... Lord, my prayers were answered, and here we have Soa. Uh, Nikki asks uh, what it would mean to her if she wins. 
And so it's like I've already won just being here, being in the top three, which I, like, I'm jumping ahead, but I've seen, like, reaction videos to France, and it seems like, like, the fandom is there. The people are there for the French people. So I feel like I want to see them get the, like, UK treatment. Like, I want to see the top three. You know what, Jean-Paul Gaultier? Come on, call call up um, Le Grand Dame or Paloma or Soa. Put them in a campaign. Other French things. <laughs> get them on French fries. Get them a Heinz deal too. Or get them a syrup <laughs> deal or something like that. No, but I really think that this season fashioned themselves as the fashion season. So I want to see the contestants really go out there and work within fashion, whether it's doing runways or doing editorial campaigns, whatever it may be, being someone's muse, being in music videos. I want to see them really get that red carpet treatment because I really feel like the fandom is there. And this season was so good. Like, I can't wait. I already know season two is going to be greenlit. Season three or down under, we still, <clears throat> but <laughs> I think I I can rest assured at night to know that there will be another season of Drag Race France, unless the world ends, and I don't think that happens. So we're gonna get a, <laughs> a third season. Um, she also said something really interesting during her sit down with um, Nikki. That she wants to trust her rage. And I'm trying to like understand exactly what she means by that. But I think she's just leaning into the type of person that they are. Like I said, they seem like a very intense person. Very passionate. And why not lean into that? Don't run away from it. Lean further into it. And I just love this sort of vibe that I'm getting from Soa. She seems so confident and just like cool about it she's not like she doesn't ever seem to really be like in panic she just seems to be like okay i'm ready to do this oh i didn't do well i'm gonna try harder the next time she never really seemed defeated at all and i just like to see that from this person this level of like confidence also on more of a side note she speaks on nia uh miss rose who had passed away um and Nikki asks her like what would she like be saying to you and so mentions that she would be you know pushing her to do do her best and she does mention that in her passion she's uh, her passing has made her more aware of the world um some death can do look at me trying to be like I'm an expert on death no I will say, like, when someone close to you passes away, especially someone who's really important to you, it can open your eyes and, like, change the way you perceive the world around you. Um, so Sometimes for good, sometimes for bad. And I'm glad that she's, like, taking something that's tragic um, and trying to, like, see something positive in it and, like, change her way of how she, like, moves around the world. Next, we have Le Grand Ton. Look at me. I'm rolling my tongue. I'm doing all of the things because I got it. So, she sits down with Nikki and Nikki asks her, how does it feel to be in the top three? 
And she's feel like she's done it, which, yes, she has. I feel like Le Grand Dome. I'm just going to keep saying it like that, by the way. One, Real Housewives of Potomac. If you know, you know. Also, I like a little flair. A little flair. Um, <laughs> flair, St. Clair. Um, <laughs> she just really wants to give it all that she's got. And I really think that she's someone who we probably had a preconceived notion of her at the beginning. And as the weeks have gone on, she's done a great job in, like, showing a different side of herself and also, like, taking the challenges head on, even if it wasn't her strong suit. I think that served her well in the competition because she was never like, well, my runways are going to save me because we don't know if the runways matter all the time. I feel like on France, though, the runways matter. I just feel like there's a little bit more, you know, weight to them. I, like I said, I feel like they were fashioning themselves as the fashion season. So I feel like the runways are quite important here. And of course, Le Grand Dome and Cam have done a great job of like representing. I can't leave out Paloma. And they have done a great job. Solitude have done a great job. Uh, I'm just, the beer shirts look for cute. They can be cute. Um, they've all done a great job of showcasing that for this particular franchise, so thank you, Laurent. So, I thought this moment, not weird, but it was just like, hey, Nikki, I'm going to tell you how I got here, and I was like, huh? But I think it, like, she wanted to bring a little bit of perspective to the person that she is, so people can get a chance to know her a little bit better, and I think this was very smart of her. Um, to just talk about her past relationship with her mother. And she just wanted to share her story with Nikki, um, stating that her mother, I'm sorry, just her mother and her, okay, I kind of go in and out of saying she, her, he, him, they, them. I'm just speaking about them as their drag persona, so sorry if that's, I should look it up, but you know what? You know what? Why not? I feel like that is the right way to do something. Don't just be like, okay, well, whatever. I'll just do whatever. No, I can take the time out to do something as simple as look up their preferred pronouns since they are not in drag right now. And if you hear that clicking, that is me clicking about because what do we do here? We click. Okay, so Le Grand Dome, their pronouns are not listed here. I did that for nothing. Okay, since they are not listed here, I, I'm looking at the, I'm going to keep going with what I was saying. So sorry about that detour. Remember what I told you, this is going to be chaotic, but please just stay with me on this um trip. Someone, some psychology student is listening to this like, I'm taking notes because this person, mm-hmm, there, there's some issues here. <laughs> there's a couple of issues here. So, she talks about how her mother had different views on homosexuality and marriage equality. Um, I do think that this was very, like, I feel like we need a little bit more context. She just said that she wasn't, like, into it. 
Um, but she gave us what she wanted to give us. And for that, thank you. And we can't, you don't ask somebody for more than what they are willing to share. But she does mention that the relationship is a lot better now and that they do talk. So I'm glad for Le Grand Ton. Now we're going to get to Paloma sit down with Nikki. Paloma can't believe that she's done it. And I mean, like, Paloma, we believe that you did it. So, like, you did it. Like, it's okay. But Paloma feels that she has imposter syndrome. I've been there. You've been there. We've all been there. Sometimes, unless you're like, you know, you're like, I'm that bitch and I just do this. But no, imposter syndrome is real. You feel like someone's going to like, you're just waiting for someone to be like, hey, you fraud, you're a fraud, you're a big fat fraud. And that's not, that's all in your mind usually. It's um, not easy to not feel that way about things, especially when you're maybe an outcast or you feel like you shouldn't be or you're not the best or whatever. Paloma, we feel you, though. Mm. But the competition did something really great for her. It showed Paloma that she does actually belong here, which I am happy to see because I think Paloma very much so belongs here in the top three. Nikki asked her what has the competition changed to her. And she didn't have a lot of friends growing up. And she feels like in this situation coming into the competition that she feels a lot more welcomed. And I feel like this, I'm just gonna, like this franchise did this Drag Race France, France did a good job of like showing like, I don't know. I just feel like they were all like very closely knit excuse me and even just them like walking into the room doing these choreographed numbers or like shouting and cheering everyone seemed to be like on the same page with one another there wasn't really any drama not to say drama is bad sometimes drama is good but i felt like everyone was very kind and respectful and open to one another really enjoyed that um aspect from the season and then <clears throat> Nikki asked her if her family knows. Oh, wait. Skirt, 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 skirt. You know, we'll, and we'll, we'll go back to that. She, unlike La Grande Dame, whose family did not know that she does it or that she has not come out at me. She didn't say, I'm assuming just for the gay part, but maybe they don't know that they do drag either. But Paloma, on the other hand, has a supportive family. They know what she does. And hey, they have really like embraced her. And that's really cool that like everybody has a different story. Hers isn't like steeped in um trauma. It appears like as far as in that aspect. It's different for everybody once again. So it's glad to like see people, you know, loving their children and not disowning them. What a concept. <laughs> what an idea. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Nikki then asks about her father, and she mentions that her stepdad actually adopted her and her sister. She hadn't seen her biological father in 20 plus years, so it was like, whoa. But once again, everybody has a different story and a different path. Mm -hmm. And then Paloma mentions that she just feels like she's the loser that's going to win, and I'm like, Look at Paloma. She's like, I'm the weird oddball out, but I don't feel like I belong anywhere. But here I am competing for the title of France's first Drag Race Superstar. 
what a concept. Speaking of concepts, <laughs> and me talking for about 28 minutes straight, um, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, and I'll be back and try to be a little bit more succinct. Is that the right word? Cohesive? I'm going to try to not rant for half of the thing. That's what I'm going to do. Okay, I'll be right back. Hello and welcome back. So here we are on the main stage. We have Nikki walking out once again, looking amazing. This is a great look from her. I I don't know what else to say other than I love it. Um, though, is it going to be my best look from her? I'm just sorry. Last week, the black and gold with the like hair with the pony, like perfection she looked like a barbie doll and not just a regular barbie doll she looked like one of those it's the 100th anniversary um new new year's day nikki doll barbie with she you get the, you get the barbie and a um bottle of champagne it, i don't know it just looked so good this is but we're gonna talk about the look that's in front of us great a great look from nikki great season of looks Nikki in Brooklyn really out here doing it. I do think Nikki kind of sticks to a certain... Yeah, some of these dresses and silhouette have sort of seemed similar. But as RuPaul said, you don't got to reinvent the wheel. So why reinvent it? And the hair is always great. I I like the hair. But that is where we are with that. Also, I just want to say all the, like, black queer representation on the panel tonight, like, as low-key has France been the most diverse <laughs> ever? Like, let me know. But we have, I'm sorry, I've been saying this person's name wrong. Also, it's not Oliver, it's Olivier Rosenstein, Rosenstein, I'm, ugh, probably messed up the last name, uh, Nikolai. And uh, Kitty smile, like, just to see them on the panel, like, this is, congratulations, France. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, we get right into the contestant's performance to RuPaul's song, Catwalk. It's your catwalk everywhere you go. Everybody knows it's your body. I, wanna, my body. I think those are hilarious. If, if they're not, you know. I just made them up, and you're welcome. So, Paloma, I'm going to just go in the order that they sort of went, because I feel like there were two people here and one star. That's just the case. So, Paloma's up first. She looks cute in her, like, Wednesday Adams. I don't know, groove. It was kind of giving a group. Okay, you know what? I take back the Wednesday Adams thing, because it was just because it was black. It was giving me some sort of like 70s vibe, even like her movement and everything. I was getting that from Paloma. She looked cute in though. Um, she was just sort of like bopping around the stage. The dancing was serviceable. It was okay. Um, it's not like, oh, she she walked out there and she paid or like destroyed the stage. No, it was fine and you know what it's the last episode uh, i don't know if it really matters but it was fine um dancing from paloma she liked great she hit most of her marks 
Um, at certain points, I did feel like either Paloma was too fast or La Grande Dawn was a little slow or maybe she was trying to take smaller steps and maybe Soa needed... I don't know that whole... I can't... I don't know who to blame for it, but that was just something I'm noticing. Like, either La Grande Dawn or La Grande Dawn or <laughs> Paloma were, like, either too far ahead or far behind when they were, like, doing the walking together, which sounds really nitpicky. I don't really care. I'm just saying it's something I noticed. It didn't change how I felt about the performance. Though. Next up was Le Cranton. And she seemed so powerful. And he, it seemed like she was trying. Because someone that tall, they just take up more space in their presence. I feel like her presence is very much being known. Was she the best dancer in this? No. Um, it seemed a little hesitant and maybe she just, I mean, if I was that tall, I'd be scared. I'd be falling all the time. So, you know, I completely, I'm only six foot, but I completely understand what she means. Like, shit, I might follow one of these short people or something. Ugh, then I'm going to be out the competition. She's like, this is not the time to trip Kim. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, cool. Kimchi. <laughs> um, but there was still something about the way she walked. She was just like kind of almost like that modely type of thing. Like she was just walking like she was the shit. So I really enjoyed that aspect of it. But mm, eh, that's how I feel. Last but not least was Soa. Soa looked like the star next to those two. Sorry, said it. It is what it is. I really enjoyed her um, look tonight. I felt like she stood out. She really shined here. Uh, the dancing was great. She was really in it. Like, I felt like, not that the other two weren't, like, fighting, but I, once again, I really feel this, like, intensity, this severity, this, uh, oop, was not going to say that word. Um, I just really feel this vibe, like, she wants it. And not to say that the other people don't, but she's like, I am performing up here right now. You will look at me, and yes, so we will look at you because you did a great fucking job. I got all that out. <laughs> so now we can go to the runway, which is, is it Drag Mythique? Honestly, though, honestly... No, I mean, if there was like a season, if there was something that was out, you know what? Let me not put down to the universe. I'm enjoying this word. So we're going to get into the looks from the contestants, and that is the category. We're going to go and do we want to go in alphabetical order? Actually, let's just go in this order. Okay, first up we have Lova La Diva. Yes. Um, hmm. I think that this needs. Uh, hmm. It seems like all the elements are there. I just am not like fawning over this. I don't know. I just feel like we've seen. We've seen feathers she has on this sheer material um, covering her arms with appliques over it. Um, there's feathers coming from around her neck. It goes 
over the body. It makes a curve. It goes down to where it breaks off to the tail of the gown, garment. Um, I'm getting this. This seems like some sort of like specific choice. I would love to know the inspiration behind it. I am not entirely sure. Um, I do like the shape of it though. Um, I'm just not particularly seeing all of these things connected and executed in a way to be like this was amazing. I thought this was okay, but good for them. Who do we have next? I'm not going in order, but it is okay. Next, we have Lolita Banana. I thought that this was very cute. It's big. <laughs> what if she had on cowboy boots under there? You know what? I would have, I would have, uh, I would have accepted this. I really like this look from Lolita Banana. A great fourth place contestant. Um, I haven't always enjoyed everything she's done on her own way, but I feel like she's usually had some sort of message to portray or some like some sort of meaning behind everything that she's doing. And I'm very much aware that she's paying homage to her heritage here. And this is a very pretty garment. A lot of tool. It's a lot of tool. Um, and they even laughed a little bit when she was trying to walk down the stairs. But I do really enjoy this from Lolita. And I do like the color. Great Lolita. Great for me. Up next, we have La Caina. Um, I thought this is something that like Le Grand Dame would wear. It does look very beautiful, though. Um, if I had to say something, it seems like something you might see like in uh like Dior fashion show. I know a little bit about fashion, and when I say no, I've just like this is me having a brief like not obsession, but I was I used to really just be into like looking at like different editorial things or just looking at different fashion shows online and always being interested like. If I even saw something, oh God, I'm about to age myself. If I saw something on like Tumblr, I'd be like, okay, let me go find the source to figure out where this is from because I just want to know that sort of thing. Um, this is very elegant, very glamorous. I actually really like the hair on this. And this whole looks like, like something that Le Grand Dame would wear. I feel like I just said that, but I don't know. Regardless, I really like this look and I like the reveal from La Cajina. So, next... We have La Brioche. I like her looks. They're all like fun and it's supposed to be like patchwork. She has like a, I don't know who call it, a voodoo doll, a puppet in her hand. You know, you see them, that sort of thing. But it's really fun and I really do enjoy this. We've seen this like people use like burlap or whatever a few times on the runway. So um, talking to you, Rajo hair and then Jan had like a look too, right? Something like that. Great look from her. It's sort of like whimsical. She, if this had a hat, would it make it worse or better? That's that's the only thing I'm wearing, wondering about. That is all I'm saying. Um, but I do like this look a lot from La Brioche. So on to the next. Now that's a different kind of shoe, but we're gonna keep going on. Next we have La Big Bertha. I think, and I'm just going to jump, this is probably like the best Bertha has looked on the show. Okay, anybody agree with me? 
if you agree with me, say something. <laughs> like, I can tell myself. I think this was a good look from her. I don't know what the words say. Um, I, I don't speak French. Plat decor, <laughs> gross. De- I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that would be very helpful. But outside of this, I like this hair. I like this. It seems like everything is like thought out and has some sort of purpose. And there's not a things that sort of like don't belong. I feel like this all works very well with for her. But this is a great look from Lagondon because. Not ooh, sorry, La Big Bertha. Just because this season, I've kind of been like, mm, she really hadn't, she really didn't like bring it in that sort of fashion for me. But I really think like this is a good look for her. <sighs> okay, breathe, exhale. <sighs> okay, and now we can proceed on. And. Now, I know that people are going to say who she looks like. It is what it is. This is once once, once again, once again, perfection. This peachy color, divine. It's just in like the, because it's giving me kind of like a clam or shell. Uh, It's uh, in the bustier part. This is still like so like elegant and beautiful. Great look, great hair. I don't we just need to see this person in some sort of facet. I don't know if it's a franchise or all stars or what it may be. They hands down. I for me, I know Psycho might be like it's la grand tombe. I don't know. I feel like they really they really had a chokehold on the runway this season, and they weren't even there no more. So I, it's Cam. It's just Cam for me. It's the level of polish and perfection is beyond. She's clearly studied, and you know, there's nothing wrong with studying. There's no wrong, nothing wrong with copying somebody's homework. Maybe you know, if you get in a pinch, but it's mind-blowingly great. Ooh, it's. Mm, mm, mm. I, I gotta let it go and who do we have last but not least for the returning contestants is Elipse um you know what I'm gonna say this there's probably a lot of lesbians out there who are like yes this 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 cause something about and maybe it's the hair thing they kind of seem to be bringing this like masculine energy to their own way which fine I'm like and it's also fashionable, but sort of artsy. I like it. Um, I just feel like it's sort of... Oh God, I don't want to say that. It seems like it's very much them. If, if that's the best way I could explain that. Um, I like... Do I like this? Do I truly like this? Mm, yes. Yes, I do. I do like this. I feel like... Tilda Swinton would wear this. Um, someone in like that vein. Um, oh, what's her name? As a, mm, I feel like a lot of people could actually wear this though. Actually, mm, height height considered. You know what? I, I like this from Ellipse. That's all I'm gonna say because I'm getting really stuck in this. 
And then we have the top three. Let's just start with Paloma. I Paloma likes red. I feel like Paloma likes red. Is that like, are we all on the same page with it? Like Paloma likes the color red. And you know what? The color red likes Paloma. I like the hair. I like the outfit. I like the coat. Just giving me like this romantic version of like the Queen of Hearts. But like, if it was like, in a drama or something and it was very serious and I think this is great from Paloma. It fits and it seems like very on brand for her. Great. This is great from Paloma. I have no like sort of qualms about this at all. It looks stunning. Okay. Next is so the muse. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sitting here excited because why not be excited for Soa? Soa deserves it. The hair is everything. And, and so your children will no. No. This looks great. She has her ass out. It's simple, but it's I, you know, this is the type of thing I could see like her out. I mean, but Rihanna wearing or you know one of those types of girls this looks great on her though I once again I have no qualms I really feel like the hair is carrying this but the outfit's also pretty like cool now, now let's see Monet wear this it's just gonna be ass <laughs> it's, hey, there's nothing wrong with them. um Great look from her, though. Like, so has been, like... I know you can either like it or hate it. I'm liking her style, her personality, her edge that she seems to bring to a lot of her looks. And this is also having some sort of, like... It's like she knows she looks good. I like, this is, this is a good look. Good look. And last but not least, Le Grand Dome. This was stunning. This is amazing this is le grand dame it's the this outfit flows even from the hair to the sleeves her long body showcasing all the different curves and waves that it's making this looks um it's giving like Futuristic, kind of underwater, alien-esque vibe to it, but it's still so fashionable. The The body, of course, is really telling this fashion story for this outfit. The hair also amazing. The look... I know Psycho's not here, but he'd be like over the moon probably talking about this look and i'm trying to be over the moon as well with it because this is just great she has been a constant pleasure to see every week on the runway she has thought about every single detail and it shows it is clear pure perfection and i am happy to have been a witness to such an amazing showcasing of runways this season from the contestants. This is why I say 
this season, this franchise has stapled its well, I haven't watched Italian, but I don't need to But I feel like this has like solidified them as the fashion season. Kid, park it, moon, someone let me know. If I'm right or wrong, I think so. I think I might be right. Maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong. But they have done a really great job in having people with different viewpoints express their idea of fashion. And they've all been like, uh, most of them have been excellent. Um, Do I even have a top for the day? Um, hmm. Okay, so my top for the week. Now, I said a lot about everybody else. It's still camp. (laughs) Like, well, wait. It's, damn it. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to say it's camp. And if Psycho was here, he would say that it's Le Grand So I feel like that's what we're channeling here. My take for Cam is that it's still, it's just like, they're both, Cam and Le Grand Thumb are pure perfection. I just, I like the prettiness and like, sort of like dreamy and floaty and airy and lightness and like beauty of, of Cam's looks is giving me like very... I don't know. There's something like I say this. There's something about like Oscar de la Renta's like gowns and things that are like it's never really like sexy. It's always very like not girly, but woman who might you know wear a polka dot dress and be sensible but still very fashionable. Of uh, romantic, I would say like Oscar's stuff is, and a lot of. I think a lot of Cam's looks sort of like fall into that. Like they're still powerful and beautiful. They're not like ever like overtly sexual, really. There's just something so like elegant and I don't know. I just feel like so like uh, that's my reaction when I see these looks and stuff. So that's why I'm leaning towards Cam because I I feel like I mentioned this at some point. I just like the whole like romanticism of like clothing and that whole like style that like Oscar like represents and I just get that vibe so much from this. I could be completely wrong. It is eh, that's what I'm going with this. Even though I know I feel like I said I referenced like Dior, but I feel like Dior has moments too where it's just like this is like the perfect little diamond. It's just beautiful in every single way. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and I said a lot. Hmm. And Psycho would pick Legrand Dom because he's biased and he likes tall people. Uh, well, we both think, but I'd see it. But also, I just like that Solo looks like, yeah, I'm that bitch. I, I just get that vibe from this, like, photo. I love it. And then Paloma, just looking great. Ooh. <laughs> That's, hmm, do we need to do a bottom look? Hmm. I feel like if we had to do a bottom, I know Psycho is not here, but I feel like me and Psycho would both say Lova La Diva would probably be our worst look. Is it the worst thing we have ever seen? 
no and i'm saying we like he's here um i just think that compared to some of the other looks that we see here it is not really sort of rising to the occasion look at me do mental gymnastics right in front of your eyes or your ears uh, this is not on the same level not that it's a level so far away from the other contestants do you do you do you understand where i'm coming from do you do you get what i'm saying put your thing cap on you understand what i mean um but yeah i think overall this season with the runways I'm not gonna say it's the number one season. I I that the I have to go through the archives and look at some things and think about some things. But as far as runways are concerned, top five definitely of a season. I would definitely and most of that is because of I think Le Grand Dom and Cam. Like they're really caring. And then they have other people like Paloma and Elites. Who were also like very much like yeah, like I said, caring. They were they were holding up that idea that I keep putting out there that this is the season of fashion, and they did it like I just uh, and I can't wait for season two because I feel like yes, we're gonna get even more. That is, mm, yeah, that is where I'm gonna land with that, and so I am going to take a quick break, and I will be back talk about some some more tinder moments hello and welcome back so here we are with we're going to talk a little bit about the judges critiques um as i think it's somewhat important for the last episode um first up was paloma um i'm just doing like a very like quick succinct things that they said perfect um their looks were well their looks and everything was well thought out from the beginning refined polished always giving a hundred percent um they did mention that she was thinking when she was dancing but they also used the word like perfection which i totally agree paloma has been great throughout the season i think for everyone a clear front runner not just front runner someone that you like oh she's gonna be in the final like, I feel like that was stamped early on. We also got to see this person, like, lip-synced early on. Not early on. Um, uh, It was about halfway through the season, I believe. Was that Snatch Game? I believe. And I just, I think every week I was excited to see Paloma because I feel like they checked multiple boxes. They're funny. They're also very fashionable. They're a likable character. These are things that I think are important or part of being a winner. Because if nobody likes you, it's like, meh. But also, like, she sort of shined in all aspects of the show. And we got to see, like, this fully well-rounded individual presenting their art to us in a perf in a perfect kind of way honestly so i i've 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 enjoyed paloma this season i'm up next so the muse breathtaking of course she's had 
they've had iconic moments. They do identify as non-binary. Made for the stage. Yes, Soa has been made for the stage since we saw her on the stage. I mean, she seems like she just has that, like, energy, like, I would like to see this person perform. Because I feel like the energy is going to be magnetic with her and, like, you're just drawn to her. They didn't mention that she's the lip sync assassin. We be throwing around assassin like it's um, you know, I mean, hey, I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, but Kitty used uh the words warrior, goddess, and revolutionary or the revolution to describe so the muse, and I feel like that really fits her vibe, the energy that she's giving out, like. Amazon warrior princess. She might live on Themyscira, where um I think I said that right, where Wonder Woman lived. Like she really can give. She gives. She's giving that vibe. Um, I if you've listened to this back, I've been like from her promo picture. I'm like, I like this person. This person's really in interesting. I'm laser focused in. Even just the intensity of their promo, I'm like, I, I'm I'm here for it. The first episode, that performance and the talent show, like, so what? So what? So <laughs> I sound like I'm in the workroom in France. And last but not least, Love Quantum, Unreal Drag Minotaur. I need more context on that. Ultra fashion moments. Um, they mentioned that she didn't take herself too seriously, and I think that's. A good is the right word just a position when someone's like very like perfect and a little bit cerebral and how they present themselves and like it's very detailed and like what's wrong with them because you're looking for like oh is it they're too perfect and I think in this instance it like served her well to like see her she's not the best dancer but she always put her best foot forward um she's not the best in love acting challenges or like the funny aspects of it but I think she wasn't like so in her head and it seemed like she was having fun with it so we never really saw her like have like these like panic moments or like really low lows or anything like that I feel like she really just leaned into what was happening and it probably served her well in this competition I would say um, Kitty makes a good point that being a fashion queen is complicated and you have to have taste and know what to wear. Say it louder for the people in the back, Kitty. Just because there's a difference between, and some people have mentioned this about other queens, other queens have said this about other queens, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's one thing to be able, well, first off, is to be able to reference something there's a way to do it. I always say, or at least I think that if you're going to do like a reference, try to make it your own. If you're going to do a direct reference, make it as good or if not better than that. And I feel like Le Grand Dame is, and I'm going to steal this from Bob. Bob mentioned that like, we'll talk about Raja. Somehow I'm talking about Raja and you know what? I'm okay with that. Some people reference and some people are the reference and i i just get this feeling that like we could possibly get that type of thing from Le Grand dom because what they're doing is 
very, I don't want to just say, hmm, it's referencing, but it seems like it's very much that, like they know about fashion, about the history. They understand their body and what works for them and how to wear clothes. These are all things you need to know, you know, walking, how you carry your body. I actually wear garments. I'd actually pick out stuff for yourself. I'd actually like explain to someone or know like, okay, this is what I want made. This is how I want it made. It all seems very much curated and, you know, she's able to do it herself, I think. I don't know if she has a whole team of people, but if it's just her, but I feel like you got to know a lot about yourself. And I think LeCron Dom knows a lot about herself in that aspect. And it's just beautiful to see. Also, side note, something that I have to mention here. The background music. I get that, like, the background music kind of, like, move is a part of moving the story along in the episode and what's happening. But great background music throughout the entire show. But something about this episode, it just felt like it was all in the perfect moments. It really helped drive home the feel that they wanted to get out of the show. Something else that I must mention, there's something so sincere about this particular season and the contestants. I really feel like they're handling this with so much care and so much... It just seems like they're taking the extra step to create this. And I'm so thankful for the power that be. Wow. Um, whatever, RuPaul, whoever is involved, that they really seem to, like, really handle this with such care this season. And I've done a great job. We got everything that we wanted out of out of this season, I feel like. Like, good job. Good job. I do do this, and we talk a lot about production and the shenanigans that they have going on, but I really feel like this is a great direction and a great start for France, and I can't wait to see the next season of France. Okay, <laughs> back to, well, we're going to get, well, we're going to go back, 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 because they're talking to their younger selves. So first up, we have Paloma, little Hugo. Uh, Paloma talks about being abandoned and how their mother was still there for them. Um, Paloma mentions that it won't always be a nightmare. Don't be scared and have fun and to trust yourself. I feel like those are very, like, direct. Not just direct things, but it's just like, well, they sort of talked about the abandonment also. But, like, I think something so simple as just trust yourself is something we can all sort of, like, relate to. I think it's important to, like, trust yourself, go with your gut instinct sometimes. And trust that, you know, things are going to work out. Like, things aren't always going to be terrible or a nightmare. I know that's either said than done to think that way. But try to because, you know, you want to get to the other side of it. Because what you go through now is going to make you a stronger person. And just, you know, trust the process. But just know that it'll be better sooner. Hopefully. Oh, God, I'm going to start making a hole to 
like what I said not matter. I like what Paloma said about trusting yourself. I think that's important. Next up was so with the muse. Um, they said that life is full of suffering. Believe in yourself. Trust the flame. Let it burn. Okay, I when they cut to Soa, like I feel like Soa was like having maybe like an outer body experience, like the 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 way that they really felt looking at their younger self. A part of me wishes that they were able to express that on the main stage in that same way with so much fervor and passion but I understand not always wanting to just like put it all out there and be completely vulnerable and feel like you're like naked in front of people because that's a lot and in that moment she wasn't ready for that I assume and I'm glad that she for my own selfish reasons I guess I would like for her to go there but she did I'm glad that she realized, like, I I don't want to go there right now. Um, and sometimes, like I said, you have to, like, it's okay to keep some things, t- you know, for yourself. Or some things are, like, not for everybody at every time. Um, but I could just see so much pain in Sola's eyes. And it really, I'm like, oh, Sola. I'm really, mm. Next up, and last but not least, is Le Cronton. Um, little Yan, Yan, <laughs> me and words. Um, I feel like Le Cronton was very like, it'll be fine. Later, you'll sort things out. Uh, keeping a sensibility about self. She said that she'd give him a big kiss and please do, do not stay angry for too long. Uh, which she goes into a little bit more that from the ages of uh, 14 to 21, she wasn't, I guess she said she lost her family or I'm assuming that this was like a pivotal moment in her life and she just was not around her family. Um, it's, there, there was some sadness up on the main stage and hopefully they continue to, you know, learn from those experiences, grow and seek out any help that they may need to like further, you know, take steps to, you know, get over those sorts of things to pass cuz we all hold on to a lot of stuff from the past and still be there lingering and sometimes it'll never go away, but knowing how to deal with it is important. So, we're going to get into miscongeniality. Of which I, okay, they picked Ellipse. So I'm assuming that the queens got to vote for that. Um, I don't know. I always feel like it's somebody who's like probably like top four. Maybe that's just my opinion. I thought it might have been Lolita Banana. Um, but it was Ellipse. So congratulations to Ellipse. I don't know if they received anything for it, but hey, the first miscongeniality, if they start giving out money for miscongeniality, be like, I would like it retroactively deposited into my account. Yes, and that's miscongeniality. So we have the untuck moment. Nothing really stood out to me. It's just like um, the contestants getting back together, doing a little cheers. Uh, they talked about how much crying went on during the season. Le Grand Dom mentioned that was it Lakina La Lakina's 
Um, elimination was the hardest for them. And Labrie said, was like, there's so many memories here. And like, yeah, they seem like they all had a good time in the workroom and working with one another. So like, where's the tour? When's it, when's it start? Where's it release? Release the footage. Mm hmm. Sir, we're gonna, cause we already sort of went over judges critiques. We don't need to hear, they, they've said these things at some point already. So the contestants come back out and they lip sync to the song. Dying on stage by the Lida Lida. I'm, I'm the, hey, I tried. I thought the lip sync was okay. I actually like the song. Um, it is always weird when there's like three people up there lip sync because like there's an extra person to look at. But I do feel like at this moment, like this is all like a formality. It doesn't particularly matter at this point in this format. Everyone did an okay job. Was I'm like, oh my god, shut the shut down the show. No, everyone did a good, serviceable, great, good job. Mm -hmm. And then Nikki and Ellipse come out holding the crown and scepter, and Nikki announces who the first queen of queens for France will be. Who is the winner of Drag Race France season one and the winner of Drag Race France? France season one is imaginary drum roll, but up, <laughs> and the winner is Paloma. Congratulations to Paloma. These are small claps. I don't know how they're picking up on the mic, but yeah, congratulations to Paloma. What word am I trying to say? I believe Mia Cycle talked about this on the last episode that, like, his pick would have been Le Grand Dame. My pick would have been Sword de Muse. But we thought that both, we both thought that the show would pick Paloma. Um, all deserving winners, and I'm very happy for Paloma. We all have our own, like, choices, but I do think that this was not only a strong season, a strong top three. Um, I see, I saw viable reasons for all of them to win. But I see why they picked Paloma, I think. She just seemed like a all around. And I think that's usually a good first pick for some for a franchise. Like we need to pick somebody who can sort of do it all and like checks multiple boxes. Not that the other people didn't, but I just feel like Paloma seems like the right choice. And there you have it. That is Drag Race France. It has been I'm glad we watched it. There have been some like hiccups in the translations and then well literally just me not knowing words. Um but all in all, I really enjoyed this season. I cannot wait for the next season. So many great performers and queens and uh what would we call them? Reality TV show personalities, talent. We got a lot of great people this season. I hope that the franchise uses them in some other way as well. Because I would love to see Cam or La Brioche or Lolita Banana, uh, you know, again, in some sort of fashion. A lot of, like, standout people this season. I, I'm i just saying, it was a good season. That's just how I feel. Um, it, Was there anything that could have been changed? I really don't think so. Like, overall, I have to say this was 
an amazing season. Um, is there anything that I would change? I mean, maybe if I knew French, <laughs> I would have a different take on certain things, like some of the funny aspects of it, because as, as you know, I don't speak the French. Um, but I did thoroughly enjoy myself. And to everybody who's like, I don't know about watching it with subtitles, watch it, try to enjoy it, try to get what you can get from it. I really think you'll get a lot from this season the same way with Espana, which was great as well. Like, try to get what you can out of this. Um, But yeah, a great season. A great job from Nikki Doll. She's, I feel like, really put her stamp on this season and, dare I say, solidify herself as the main judge of Drag Race France. And this is going to be, like, I feel like her own thing. Like, RuPaul, I'm going to watch her. Nikki's like, actually, we're breaking off from the franchise. We we no longer associate ourselves with uh, America. <laughs> America has a problem, and it's France. No. Um, ooh, I forgot about that. Okay, let's, 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 let, let, let me not go down that road. But yeah, I just want to say thank you all for tuning in to listen to us rant and rave about this show and the other shows. As I state most times, I don't, I'm just talking. I don't, this is for entertainment purposes. I am not an expert. I am not a damn seamstress <laughs> or a dancer or a chef or any other things. But I enjoy the show. I enjoy the franchise. I enjoy watching this. There's something about, especially for me, I guess, ooh, we're getting a little deep, uh, seeing people fully be themselves unapologetically and really tapping into that and embracing themselves it's amazing to see because who would have thought like i'm you know 31 but who would have thought that we would get to see people in this fashion on tv like never would have thought that this would be something that's mainstream and people all over the world are getting to experience this like this show has so much I know it's just a show at the end of the day, but I do think it has like a lot of importance and it is informing so many young LGBTQIA plus people. And the show is just, is doing so much. I know it's just a reality TV show and there's drama and other things, but the things that they're getting right, they are getting right. And I just can't wait to like see more and, like enjoy and just enjoy it enjoy it it's so much fun to watch these people um every week and i guess we should just say thank you to them too i know a lot of people they putting yourself out there is never easy so for the people who you know take that leap and can do it they should be applauded and thank you Mm. So, I'm trying to wrap this up. Yes, listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's Google, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, and many more <laughs> places. Uh, like, rate, and subscribe. Um, yeah. 
Oh gosh, I'm losing my train of thought again. Wow, welcome to the party. Oh, this is what I wanted to say. Um, sometimes we do do these at two in the morning, six in the morning, seven in the morning. Um, I work twelve hour shifts. Um, <laughs> I work with people with traumatic brain injuries. I know this is all like behind the curtain. I'm just, sometimes I come and do this and I'm tired. So, um, I'm going to make an effort to, you know, try not to phone it in. Because I will admit some of the last episodes have been phoned in. I'm, I openly admit because I'm like, I'm not watching that twice. Or I'm like, mm, wasn't oh, all I got is 15 minutes to say something about this. So I'm going to try to like, you know, be more mindful of that. Maybe it might just be a day or two late if I'm, you know, tired or if Psycho's tired or something's going on where we can't, you know, uh, record. But just know that, you know, they're coming. Life happens. Things happen. And sometimes you might get another, you know, five in the morning, me having a glass of wine. Like, let's get through this at 5 a.m. So uh, just know that that sometimes I'm tired doing this, but I like doing it. I like talking about the show. Um, it's something that me and my best friend can like sort of like bond over, talk about and experience together. So that's why I like this. Like I said, if we were not doing this, we'd still have conversations about everything that's going on in the drag race universe. We might as well call it a universe now. And yeah, uh, I know Psycho's not here, but I'm pretty sure he would um, echo maybe some of the some of the same things that I've said. And yeah, I thank you for listening. I can't wait for the next season. Hopefully, you will join us for that. And what else are we doing? Hmm. The Philippines is around the corner. I will actually today I'm filming this. It's gonna air to today or tomorrow. <laughs> so. Um, Canada versus the world season 15 just got greenlit, which I'm like, they already filmed it. So I say, I'll just say there will be more and more and more of this. And yeah, I'm just going to keep, we're going to keep on chugging along, I think. And with that, I am Mika and Psycho's not here, but that is, this is Psycho as well somewhere. And thank you for tuning in and listening to Best Friends Review. Thank you and have a great day. Bye.